You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This A's Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Go to LinkSoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to NestBedding.com. From baseball's top personalities. The Hall of Famer, one of the great TV broadcasters, Bob Costas is here on A's Cast Live. To the A's legendary players. Five-time Major League Baseball home run champ, Mark McGuire is with us here. You never know what stories you're going to hear. We used to come out here to lunch and run with our shirts off. (laughs) (laughs) You would say. This is A's Unfiltered with Chris Townsend. Welcome to another edition of A's Unfiltered with Chris Townsend. You're absolutely going to love this one. We've got Zach Geloff, Brent Rooker, and Lawrence Butler. Geloff, what a start. The same thing with Lawrence Butler. And how about Brent Rooker hitting a big dinger and then going to the country concert? But we're going to start with the young second baseman. Zach Geloff, by the way, everybody here on A's Cast Live. Uh, What have you been doing? Uh, just took BP, had a lot of fun, hitting some balls pretty hard and, you know, trying to get reads off the bat, but just getting better, having fun. Safe to say you uh, had a pretty good month? Yeah, it was, it was pretty solid. I think I think hopefully that's not the best month of my career, but, yeah, yeah. I'll take it for the first one, full one for sure. I'm just joking with you because it's like, hey, what have you been doing the last month? Um, <laughs> pretty big deal. You know, now that we really celebrate this, I can tell you in the postgame show, we were waiting for the announcement to come down on MLB Network. Mm. Uh, it comes down. This is something that – everybody's watching in the sport obviously what it means to your family to you to everybody who knows you who's following your journey your journey what was it like this isn't a week this is a month what was it like to be named al rookie of the month um to me i mean it's pretty cool obviously um not to be taken lightly but i think the biggest thing for me is just when you come in the clubhouse and cots uh announced it to everyone and just seeing the smile on other people's faces and just like that means more to me and just like my teammates being happy for me um and I'm obviously happy for my teammates success as well so um I'm gonna just try to keep keep going but uh something that I feel like baseball is a year-round thing not just one month but uh to do it in one month is just shows I feel like what I'm capable of and hopefully just keep it up well and, and also from the standpoint that what you're doing what does it mean to you that other people in baseball are watching it and understanding what you're doing I think it's huge just to bring attention to this uh, ball club because I think, um, you know, Oakland goes under the radar, but we have some other really talented players on this team, um, both pitching and, um, you know, playing in the field. So I think if I get some of the press for some things, they'll maybe tune in and see some of the talented other uh, individuals on our team. Things change as you get here. They change when you first get here, first couple weeks. What for you has changed now that you've got a little time in the big leagues, whether it's day-to-day, it's inside the clubhouse, leadership role maybe a little more? What has changed for you? I think I'm just really confident and comfortable in um, my process when I show up to the field, um, some of the things I like to get done to be prepared to you know, c- compete at the biggest stage. Um, so I just love my process and I believe in it, and I feel like uh, if I just keep building into next year, it's something that um, will be you know, critical for success. A way to stay here for a long time is is evaluation, self-evaluation. Knowing what you do great, knowing what you may struggle with, they're going to tell you what you struggle with because you know they're going to have the scouting reports and they're going to have – so have you been through that process yet with yourself going, I now understand the way Toronto is going to attack me in this three-game series? 
Uh, yeah. I mean, I think you look at it. It's just uh, looking at the pitcher, what he does well, and kind of what he wants to do. But then at the same time, know what I feel like I do really uh, a good job at, and just sticking to what makes me me. Um, so it's a combination. It's a balance that I'm still trying to figure out, and may never figure it out. But I, I'm trying to get better at it, and just. Um, have a good balance of knowing their scouting report, but then also knowing my strengths as well. Yeah, I mean, when I bring up the the, the things you need, because you, you want to be complete, right? And yep. that's the thing that ever, whenever I've talked to somebody who's played for a long time, you know what you do well, but you got to figure out what they're going to try and do to get you out, which is such the it, – it's it's the strategy and it's the game that will play throughout your entire career. Yeah, that's why, that's why we love the game. I mean, it's just constant every day, um, just battling. And, I mean, there's nothing better than it. So your whole life you dream about playing Major League Baseball. You dream about being here. At what point do you sit around and you go, man, I didn't know this was going to be that cool. What is that this that is just like, this is awesome? Um, I mean, I'm in a hotel in Chicago, and I forget where we were at the day before, and I was literally in the batter's box facing a big league pitcher. I think that's the coolest thing is just you can go from city to city and be playing the next day um, with a ton of fans. So I think that's the coolest thing for me. Yeah, where you're in is like, what hotel are we in? Where am I? Like, yeah, uh, like I've had to check myself a few times. Yeah, Mickey Morabito, and the thing that people may not realize, the A's have one of the biggest travel budgets. I know some people may not realize that, but uh, having traveled with the team for years, it's such first class. You're staying in the best hotels. Yeah, it's sweet living. Yeah, it, re- it really is, and Mickey does a great job with uh, the travel and everything. So it's it's awesome. When you think about your young group and I kind of now with Matt Chapman in town I think of like when Matt Chapman came up and then here came all the other guys I kind of feel that's kind of like you you're coming up establishing yourself and then you got guys that you've played with down there that are going to be on the way too can you speak to that uh yeah I mean getting thrown around with a guy like Matt Chapman is uh obviously awesome um and we're you know different points in our careers but uh I think for sure having a youth movement uh, in this Oregon, it's what makes us, I think, successful after a few years. It's part of the process. But, uh, um, you know, what he did and, and a bunch of the other guys uh, did here, um, including, including the guy we're facing today, Chris Bassett, um, it's just really cool to watch and just knowing your history. Lawrence Butler, man, when he hits him, it's no joke. I asked Lawrence Butler to give me a scouting report on you. I want you to give me a scouting report on Lawrence Butler. Man, Law – he shows up to the field every day with a smile on his face first off. So that's awesome. The energy, just the aura around him, it just makes it so easier to just get after it every day. Um, turns him on the field. I mean, he crushes the ball. Like, I feel like I hit the ball hard, but, like, yeah. not nearly as hard <laughs> as he does. So it's kind of it's a hurt to the uh, ego a little bit when he hits <laughs> balls like that, especially twice in, in one game. Um, but, you know, he's super athletic. He plays center, um, steals bags, hit the ball, hits the ball hard, and just uh, he's a tough out too. He's got a good two-strike approach, so. Um, but the energy just constant every day is just awesome to see. Nobody likes a Debbie Downer every day at work. It's just like you don't like working with those people. That to me is that guy. He shows up every day, and it's like he makes it. It's a game. It's fun. I I can see where he brings that elevated, hey, let's have a good time feeling. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's something that makes me the best too is when I'm having fun and, um, you know, just having fun on the field. I feel like it brings the best out of me, so – um, for him to be that constant reminder, um, as well as to the other guys, too, um, I think it's pretty cool. Have you noticed at all as we're now – God, I didn't even know it was September 5th. It's towards the end. That's a lot of baseball. Yep. What is that like for you and, you know, for the other young guys where it, you're, you're at the highest level playing more than ever before? Just mentally, what's that like? Uh, mentally, it's it's pretty difficult. I mean, you just have to get ready for uh, – 
competition every day. I mean, they're they're coming after you, and you have to um, you know go after them as well. They're trying to uh, take money out of your pocket, basically. Yeah. I mean, it's a job when you think about it. But uh, for me, I think f- on the physical side, um, too, is just knowing like how many reps you need to be able to play um, and perform at at seven o'clock or six forty, whatever it is. Um, so for me, whether it's like backing off of reps in the um, in the cage a little bit, so I can be uh, feeling more fresh for the game. I mean, this is the most games I've ever played in the calendar year. So I think just talking with my teammates, the veterans I've been around, it's just something that um, I'm going to keep ha- having to learn. That obviously routines will change throughout your career and as you get older. But so far, since you've been up here, have you been able to establish a routine, sleep, eat, when to get here, how to get ready? Do you have one? Yes. Uh, yeah. On the road and here, I just have a really good routine. I'm staying with a few teammates and. Um, it's just awesome. Like wake up, you know, like go get sun, drink my uh, athletic greens, like just like the basic <laughs> stuff that you, that you uh, have fun with um, and that I enjoy and uh, just, you know, try to try to keep going. I like how you guys got roommates because, you know, years from now it will not be. Enjoy <laughs> no. this part because yeah. uh, later on in life it's not going to be like that. But, what's, I mean, it's one thing doing it in college, one thing do it in, in the big leagues. What's it like with a couple big leaguers living in the same house, young, hanging out, more money than you've ever had before? <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty cool, uh, you know, staying, just staying in a house, the commute from uh, commute from Walnut Creek and just doing that. Um but it's, I mean, there's not really much to do besides show up to the field. I mean, you, you play a night game tomorrow, especially we're going to wake up at probably 7.30, 8 o'clock and come straight to the field. And then we're off to Texas for whatever, a week. So uh, so it's it's nice to be home, but then it's uh, it's a good break to go on the road too. Who are you living with? Uh, right now I'm living with uh, Nikki, Nikki Allen and uh, Jonah Broad. Do you yeah. guys drive to the ballpark together? Oh, yeah, every morning. <laughs> so, yeah, we try to switch up the playlist. I'm the, I'm the driver, Yeah. so I try to switch up the playlist. I don't know how I've been doing. They probably won't answer that. I'd have to not be around, but try to switch it up, you know, just switch up the vibes every day. That's so. cool. Well, I've been saying, you know, you're one of the pillars that we're going to build on, and it's very important, you know, to, that we get to know you because what you do – what Lawrence Butler does, Nick Allen, Shay Langoliers, Jordan Diaz down the line. You are the guys that no pressure to take us out of the darkness into the light. But you know what? That's what you've prepared for. That's what you've wanted. So continue the good start. Finish strong. Thanks for coming on. And just know that everybody out here that's listening, everybody out here is watching, they couldn't be pulling for you any harder. Awesome. Well, I, I appreciate what you guys do for covering the team and, um, you know, taking the time to, you know, interview, interview the players too. So thank you. By the way, we got the restaurant. We're going to have to have you out. Have you been to the chicken pie? It's Nick grew up going to the chicken pie shop with San Diego, but the, we put one in Walnut Creek. We're gonna have to have oh, really? chicken pie shop in Walnut Creek. We're gonna have to have you out. I'm there. I'm there. All right. Hey, appreciate awesome. it. Awesome. Thank you. Appreciate it. Streaming from the East Bay, A's Cast Live continues with Chris Townsend. You know, I've been able to do a lot of things in broadcasting. What I've never been able to do is stand in front of eighteen thousand people and sing. Oh, and also hit a walk-off two-run shot in the same day. Brent Ruger is with us here on A's Cast Live. Um, What got your juices going more, the walk-off (laughs) two-run shot or standing in front of 18,000 people singing last night? Man, it was um, two different rushes for sure. Obviously, the walk-off's cool. Um, getting a big win for our team, coming through in the clutch when kind of when we needed it um, is a really cool feeling. But getting up there, uh, you know, on a stage like that is, is something that I've, I've never done before. So it was, it was new for me. It was different, and it's a really cool feeling as well. So um, definitely an adrenaline rush and respect those guys um, in the music industry. You get up there and do that every night. All right. So you're, Zach Bryan, you're a huge fan. 
You're in his what, top 1% on Spotify? Yeah, I'm up there. Spotify rap is always my number one artist. I'm always way up there. So. All right, so how do you know him, or how'd you get to how'd you get over to be in that situation? Yeah, so I saw him, I guess, probably two years ago. He was in Nashville, played the Ryman, um, and the guy who opened for him is actually, he's also in his band. His name is J.R. Carroll. J.R.'s got his own solo stuff. It's, all, it's really, really good. Give him a shout-out. Um, but so I, I followed JR on Twitter. He followed me back, and we've just kind of vaguely known each other through social media. So I, you know, I figured or I've known they were coming here. But earlier this week, I just shot JR a message. It was like, hey man, like if you want to come hang out during BP, come over to the stadium, hang out in the clubhouse before the show, before the game, um, feel free. And so they did that, and he was like, yeah, for sure, that sounds great. And and by the way, like, do you want to come up on and <laughs> on stage and and do the encore with us and come sing revival at the end of the show? And I was like, I mean. I think I don't know if you're kidding or not. If you're not kidding, then absolutely, man, I'm in. So he shot me Zach's uh, uh, manager's number. We exchanged a few texts, got it all worked out, and um, popped over there after the game. We took a big group of us over, enjoyed the show, and then um, I went up there for the for the last song for the encore for revival, and, and did my best uh, my best karaokeing. Now, did they know over last night at the arena? what you had just done right here. Yeah, I think a lot of them actually stayed for the first five or six innings before they went over to get ready. Um, and then I think they had the game on the TV in the dressing room. Um, so they were kind of keeping up with it because I went over there and they were all fired up because yeah. they, they had just watched it and seen what happened. So that made it even a little bit, a little bit cooler. But, um, you know, it, the shout out to those guys. That their, their whole team over there is awesome. They did a great job hosting us and, and having everybody over there to have a good time. So the adrenaline's pumping. How would you sound? Uh, probably terrible. But um, – <laughs> I, I, that is, I'm not a good singer. I don't pretend to be a good singer, yeah. but I love, like, I love karaokeing in social settings. So yeah. that's just kind of right up my alley. Um, being a bad singer does not stop me from singing badly. So I'll get up there and embarrass myself anytime. I have a good time with it. I love it. That's guts, man. You get up there in front of 18,000 people. That's awesome. You know what? Looking at your year, you were so hot early when we had you on the show. And then there's the ups and downs. You make the all-star team. We talked to you about that, how great that was. And there's still the ups and downs. And it's like now, again, you're back on an, on an upstretch. Just talk about your entire year and what you've learned about yourself. Yeah, man, it's been a, it's, it's been, there's been up and downs for sure, like you said. Um, obviously the hot start and then kind of going into a little lull after that. But I think the thing for me is I've, I've learned a lot. I've learned, one, um, success isn't linear. Um, you know, it's, it, it takes some ups and downs. It takes some adversity. It takes growing and learning. Um, through those tough times, you got to learn about yourself as a player and as a person, how you handle things mentally. Um, done a lot of work in that department with, with Ben Strack, our mental skills guy, yeah. um, mental performance coach. Uh, we've worked on a lot of stuff, which I think has helped, and, and just ultimately never losing that confidence in myself, knowing that um, you know what I did the first month and a half wasn't a fluke, but that, that that's, that's something that's in there, and that's the ability that I have to come out here and produce um, for extended periods of time. So just always kept that belief, knowing that if I kept 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 the course, um, kept believing in my process, believing in myself, I'd eventually come out of it and, and get back to, to having a good approach, taking good swings. That's kind of what I've been doing the last few weeks. What's it like for you now going through an entire season? Not up, not down, an entire season in the big leagues. Yeah, it's um, you learn where the grind it is. You learn how, I mean, there's no breaks up here. Every night you're going out there and you're facing elite arms. Um, and so you got to get out there and you got to get ready to compete every day. Um, you got to know if you go 0 for 5 one night, that you've got five more bats the next night, and there's no breaks, there's no breathers. It's just getting out there competing every night. Um, you learn to not take the really, really hot streaks or the really, really cold streaks too seriously because you know you're going to come out of it um, on the other end one way or the other. Um, you can't maintain a hot streak forever, and you can't maintain a cold streak forever. You're eventually going to find that level ground that, that, um, that shows you what kind of player you really are and when your confidence is that um, your, your belief in yourself as you're a player to come out here and compete and produce every night, you're eventually going to find that level. You know, we're always talking about offense. The thing that I always find interesting 
is some nights you DH, some nights you're in the outfield. You can be in a different position. What is that like? You got to keep defense rolling. You got to, or keep yourself occupied when you're DHing. How does that affect your offensive game? Yeah, you try not to let it, right? Now, when I'm DHing, I go up in the weight room between innings a lot. Um, we're on defense, so I'll go in the weight room, ride the bike, or, yeah. or get on the elliptical, just kind of do some movement stuff just to make sure I'm staying active and staying loose and, and not tightening up sitting here in the dugout. But, um, you know, I, I think once you get used to it, it's not as big of a deal for me. I know some guys some guys handle it differently than others, but for me it's just making sure that I stay locked in um, between at-bats, you know, whether that's play, obviously playing defense, staying locked into the game, or going up there, kind of running through at-bats. Um, keep my body moving, staying loose. Um, just got to find a way to stay in the game, uh, you know, no, no matter what the situation is. The science of DHing is so interesting. I've talked to guys, uh, guys who have a sauna at their cl- and their clubhouse, will go yeah. and get down in just into their shorts and 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 get in the sauna, or guys take showers or whatever. It, it's absolutely fascinating. You know, when I think about right place, right time, in somebody's career, has there been that point where you just think about? Man, this was Oakland, Rooker, just this, the way it all has happened, was meant to be. Man, it's, there's been a lot of those moments. It's been, um, you know, just the consistent playing time, consistent at-bats. Um, I think last night was pretty cool just hitting that walk-off. Um, you know, I think the the first walk-off I hit was kind of right at the end of when I was really hot, and yeah. it was after that that I kind of slowed down. Um, and I think last night hitting that second one is just kind of a sign to myself that, all right, we've, we've come full circle we went through the struggle. We proved to ourselves we can get out of the struggle at this level, and that's huge for a player's confidence. Is is you've? I mean, I've struggled at every level I've ever played at. Obviously, college, high school, all the way to the minor leagues. But I've come out of struggles at every single one of those levels. And the big leagues was the only time that I haven't before this year that I haven't gone through a really hard time and come out of it on the other side successfully. So I think last night hitting that walk off kind of showed me like, okay, we went through a tough stretch in the middle of the season, but we have the ability to come out of it. Um, and that, that instills more belief and more confidence in myself that I can stay here for a long time and produce at a high level. Zach Geloff, his start has been amazing. Get, give me the scouting report on what you've seen and tell us a little bit about him, what, you, what you've gotten to know inside that clubhouse. Man, he's really good. He's a really special hitter. His ability to use the right center, right center field gap, um, drive balls opposite, opposite field for doubles and homers, is, is pretty special. Um, it's some of the most oppo power I've seen, and when you have the ability to drive pitches that way with that kind of authority, it kind of opens up the rest of the field, makes everything easier. So he's what he's done and what he's shown signs of doesn't doesn't look like it's it's um, anything that he can't continue and that he can't sustain for a long period of time. I think he's a really special player who's going to have a lot of success in this league. And um, he comes in the clubhouse. Obviously, he's he's carrying himself very well. He handles himself professionally. Um, has earned the respect of a lot of the older guys, which is a big part of it too. So, um, you know, we're enjoying having him here, and he's obviously going to be here for a very long time. How about Butler? Law is a really, really special athlete too. Watching him, um, you know, run around being as big as he is, the kind of power he shows, um, that's kind of things you know about him. But watching him take at bats for the last two weeks or whatever now, he's, he's, his discipline at the plate, um, his pitch selection, his approach has really impressed me and stood out to me as what I think is – I know besides the freakish athleticism, the freakish strength, and the way he runs around the outfield, that, that mental uh, approach he's able to take into the box is what's going to allow him to be a really good, really good player too. Walk off home run, walk underneath, singing in front of 18,000. The, fa- the finale of the concert, <laughs> yeah, right? right? The finale, right. it's not like just some random, it's one of the songs. You brought down the house last night in fun. multiple ways. It was fun. I had a good, it was a good night. I had a good time. Great stuff. Thanks yes. for coming Thank on. Thank you, guys. We got more coming up next right here on A's Cast Live. Lawrence Butler, that easy.
It's great to finally have you on the show. How are we doing, Chris? I'm doing wonderful. How are things? I'm doing amazing now that I'm on the show. We're talking about greatness of Ken Korak leading into you. He was just talking about how, I mean, this is years from now, hopefully something like 20 years from now, you want to be an analyst. I love to be an analyst, man. Y'all job looks so fun. Y'all get to come out here every day and just talk about the sport, analyze people. I know it's got to be fun. Well, think about what it would be like, like after you play for X amount of years where your job is basically you tell the people what you see because after all these years of playing professional baseball, you have a certain insight that people don't, and you're able just to tell everybody and show everybody, whether you're in studio, whether you're on a show like this, or you're up actually during the game, you'd be great at it. I'd be amazing at it, I think. I think I could tell the people what I feel like from my point of view to give them from like a recent player's point of view. So I have a lot of fun doing it. I have a lot of fun. All right, everybody has that moment when they first show up. I, you know, some people have had it like when they drive up. Some people have it when they're playing against a certain player. What is that, oh, my God, I'm in the big leagues. What was that one moment like, I'm here? Uh, I would have to say in um, first series, Nationals, the second game, I was just in center field. And, like, I'm just looking at the whole bark, ballpark, and I'm like, wow, like, I'm really playing center field for the Oakland A's right now. <laughs> it, was, it was a surreal moment. It was so cool because, you know, like, you dream of that as yeah. a little kid by, like, any team you get drafted by. So that, that was probably my I'm in the big leagues moment. Yeah, because, you know, I mean, all these years you think about can that be me, will it be me. Of course, you've got to believe it's going to be you. And then that finally happens when you get in the big league clubhouse because you get such a taste of it. Like, your spring training was so good, you had to taste it. It had to be right there for you leaving spring. Disappointed you're just going to double A, but you just had to taste it then in spring training. Like, this can be me. Yeah, I mean, spring training was, was a huge help to just for me to just see how the big league players work, how they carry their sales, how they go about it day by day. And, you know, I had some great guys in the clubhouse, Brownie, TK, they're showing me the way, like, just helping me. Any questions I have, they're always there to answer them. So, you know, spring training was a huge taste. Cots always on me, just making sure I'm doing the right thing. So that was that was huge. Now, at what age? Because you come out of high school, and it's just it's a different world, high school baseball than professional baseball. Yeah. At what age do you think the light started to go on for you and, and you really started becoming the player you are now? I would say after my 2019 year, that was probably like the worst year I had in pro ball. So after that year, it kind of just clicked for me like, all right, talent is talent, but you're still going to have to work hard to be the best and to get to where you want to be. So, you know, after 2019, we didn't have a 2020, so I just worked the whole 2020. Yeah. Like we just grinded, me and some of the guys back home, we just do lives every day. You know, we're just doing baseball things every day. So I feel like that year was like, the year. I was shocked. Because we still did this show during COVID, right? Mm -hmm. Even when we had no games. Then the 60 game starts, the alternate site. We didn't always think about what was happening at the alternate site because we were focusing on what was going up here. And then I recently found out you weren't there. And that made you angry. And I'm like, yeah, I, I'm yeah. angry you weren't yeah, there. Yeah, it kind of pissed me off a little Talk bit. Talk about that put, putting the chip on your shoulder. Like, how dare you not bring me to San Jose? I mean, it, it, it drove me. It drove me a lot because, you know, like, those guys are getting to compete against uh, former guys in the in the org, and they're getting to be in front of the higher ups, so they get to see them every day. But we're I'm back home, nobody's looking at me, so it just made me grind even more harder. 
lit a fire in me. So, you know, that next year I came back, lit it up, and, you know, it's just been up ever since. You know, we see you talking about home, and we've heard about home, and that's why you throw up the fours with the home run and everything. But tell us back at home, I mean, obviously for, like, my generation, Marquise Grissom was a great player. Amazing. I mean, he was Amazing a great player. player. And just talk about the support system and what you have at home. Um, you know, home is everything for me. I love Atlanta. Um, you know, Marquise Grissom plays a huge part in my development and where I am today and my knowledge because, you know, without him I probably wouldn't even – be here or know the things I know today you know he's just huge he always gives us like before we work out he gives us a 30 minute speech every day on just life life baseball you know how we can better ourselves on and off the field so you know he's a huge part you know I got a great group I work out with two back home Cam Collier Chandler Simpson he leads MILB in stolen yeah. bases Michael Harris you know uh Cabrera Weaver you know we got a great group Tink Hintz comes out there too sometimes so we have a great group down there on us so it's it's a com- I, I I bet everybody's buddies. At, I bet it's a competitive group. Oh, we get after it. Like we'll 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 be hitting on a hill, and like he says, like the top of the hill is like fifty points. Before it's forty. I mean, we go after it every day. Me, yeah. Cam, and Mike trying to hit that fifty every time. So it, we get after it out there. If I could put you in an ideal situation, say, okay, this is where you're playing every day. Where would it be? Uh, like just anywhere. Anywhere. Center, right, Where, what, what would be ideal for you on an everyday basis? Center field, no questions. I love center. You know, you're you're the guy out there. Like, you can control everything. You just, every when you call the ball, they got to get out your way. Like, you can just take control of the game, and really you can be a, a game changer. You know, the guy in center field has a lot of pressure on him, but pressure makes diamonds, so I'm ready for it. Well, also, you're the captain out there because you can help set the right fielder to the left fielder. Back in the yep. day, Willie Mays, before we everybody had cards and do it, Willie Mays actually positioned his guys. Oh. And center fielders, you know what the pitch is coming, so you can kind of anticipate. Yeah. If you know the batter, you know the pitcher. Exactly. You don't get that in right and left field. Nah, see, in right, you kind of just got to look at your center fielder the whole game. Like, all right, which way are you moving? All right, you got the card, but – Sometimes the center fielder might know a little bit more than the card does. So he's like, all right, it's a slower pitcher. We're not going to go oppo. We might just go a little pull. So, you know, and that makes me feel good when I move a center, uh, left or right fielder and they can make a play. So it's like I had my hand in that. I just helped the team get better a little bit. So that's all it is. Give us your scouting report and what you think is Zach Geloff's game. Amazing player. Has style. You know, he's just unbelievable come up here lit it up lighten it up still good glove athletic steals bases I mean you would say he's a five tool but I think he's a six tool because he also has the great baseball IQ with him yeah. so I mean that kid's unstoppable he's an unbelievable kid unbelievable teammate in the clubhouse I love Zach he's like one of my best friends now so he, he's gonna be here for a long time he's got it he's he has the it factor he for sure has the it factor like that's a superstar in the making right now y'all heard it here first he's gonna be an all-star multiple like, year all-star like there's that leadership to go with all these tools and all the things that he does and hitting the ball everywhere there's that leadership that yeah. he's got yeah Zach Zach's for sure one of the leaders now he's you know he's kind of, he comes in does it the right way gets his work done every day always in the weight room always trying to get better you know so I just like when I come up here I just kind of follow him see what he does and just try to try to mold to be a player like him you brought up new oakland in spring training and everybody loves that the young kids coming up together because we know we see that in certain organizations what's it now like i know tyler just got sent down but what was it like to have all you guys in the big league clubhouse looking around like we're finally here it's it's just getting us for for the future like you said like like you know the young guys are gonna 
like history repeats itself. So, you know, we had Chapman, Ole, um, those guys. So, you know, I feel like we're the next group of that talent to come in, turn this organization around, you know, and win some more games and put some more banners up in center field. So that's the ultimate goal, you know, win games and win World Series. And for me, it always means something, no matter what organization you're in. It means something when you get drafted by a team, get raised by that team, and you make your debut and play for that team. How did that feel? You know, that, that that's like the dream come true. You know, like when you get drafted, you never dream of being traded or anything. You meet, you dream of making it to the league with that team. So for me to, you know, go through them, get drafted by them out of high school, go through the minors, develop, and finally make it here is like, it's like a dream come true. You know, like, you know, especially out of high school, you really don't care where you go. You just want to play pro ball. Yeah. So, like, for me to make it with the team that drafted me, is it's an amazing feeling. Let me tell you this. We're over 6 million downloads on this show. We're, oh, wow. We're number one in baseball. So don't let that, don't let the attendance fool you. We got a ton of people <laughs> watching it, right? Okay. They've been so excited about you. They, they've talked about you. We've talked, also do the post-game show after the game. We take the phone calls. There's been a lot of people waiting for you to get here and they're absolutely thrilled you're here. Yeah, I mean, I just I love the fan base. They've always showed me love on social media. You know, like spring training, the fans will always just make me feel at home. So, you know, we do have one of the best fan bases in baseball, regardless of what's going on outside of the sport right now. But, I mean, I love the A's fans, man. They're amazing. They, they always bring in every game, so I'm having a lot of fun with them up here. Hopefully this is the first of many, many, many interviews. It's yeah. been a lot of fun to watch you play. Thank you. It's been great to meet you. You have Thank a great you. game tonight. And Thank uh, you. finish up strong. We will do. We will do. Go Ace. And then future Ace broadcaster. Hey, you never know. Be looking out, be out, looking out for me. I'm ready. Thank you for listening to A's Unfiltered with Chris Townsend. We want to thank Zach Geloff, Brent Rooker, and Lawrence Butler. All of them were great. Now back to A's Cast, powered by iHeartRadio. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.